Episode 31, Curator Oscar Hisa. My name is Michael Delgado and I'm your host. I come to you each week from the luxurious library bar in the magnificent Mayfair Hotel right here in downtown L.A. My appointment couldn't see me in the dark corner at the back of the bar, so I let her get settled, just to see what she would do. Within seconds, she waves off the bartender and she buzzes my phone. All business. It's time to meet. You know Geiger's bookstore across the street? I think I may have passed. You know Geiger by sight? Geiger's in his early 40s, medium height, fattish, soft all over, Charlie Chan mustache, well-dressed, wears a black hat, affects the knowledge of antiques and hasn't any, and, oh yes, I think his left eye is glass. Hello. 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 My guest today is Oscar Hisa. Oscar is the director of learning and engagement at the Institute of Contemporary Art Los Angeles. She's a well-known curator of programs and special projects with artists for museum and community audiences. She's the curatorial force behind the sprawling public art exhibition that is Current LA, the arts and cultural triennial extravaganza. 15 sites, over 75 outdoor experiences spanning from October 5th to November 3rd. It's all free, and this year it's focused on food. Asuka is here to tell us why that theme is particularly relevant today. She'll talk about some of the experiences that can be discovered from across the city, and provide some insights into the workings of the LA Department of Cultural Affairs and her own home base at the ICA LA. Please welcome Asuka Isa. Okay, welcome Asuka Isa. Thank you, Michael. Yeah. And Marlo. And Marlo. Marlo is here. As a, a fans of the page know that Marlo is uh, the shop dog. And she is here today because she loves the triennial. So tell me, what is up with the triennial? Uh, the triennial's up and running, and it is all over Los Angeles. Uh, the triennial we are talking about is current LA food. And it is a citywide public art extravaganza. I I was impressed by how you know how broad it is, and how many venues. I mean, it's amazing how many venues are there. Well, they're not exactly venues. Uh, it breaks down like this: there are fifteen commissioned public artists making public artworks, and then there are fifteen commissioned public programmers doing programs, and then they are all located in 15 public parks, uh, so they're not in indoor venues, they are public space parks in our 15 city council districts. So this means, geographically, in this iteration, it goes from, say, as far north as Pacoima or West Hills right. to Watts down south, and then downtown LA to Venice Beach and in parks uh, peppered throughout that radius uh -huh, they uh -huh. have public art. I love it. And so and they're all in public spots, they're all in parks mm -hmm. or yeah. So um, who are you you are curating this or who's curating this? Or so, how does that work? 
So the Department of Cultural Affairs uh, and their public art department, um, they being the heartbeat of arts and culture in Los Angeles uh, from the city level, uh, put together this idea of having a public art triennial. In fact, it started for the first time in 2016, and it was going to be a biennial, but they stretched it to be a triennial, so now it's uh, the current LA public art triennial. The first iteration in 2016 was themed uh, around water. We were experiencing a historic drought. Right, and as so, we still are, right? We're sort of we still in drought, right? we uh, conscious of being, being uh, dangerously close to drought. We are, in a, we are in a coastal desert. So. Yeah, well, we should just be careful about our water usage in general, not be wasteful. Uh, but the drought was very much in everyone's mind and very much a crisis. So they decided to put that forth as the uh, theme and have artists look at water in its beauty and mm -hmm. its um, uh, symbolism and uh, what ideas they could come right. up with. So and how did you, how, who came up with like the whole triennial idea? Oh, that's out biennial. of DCA, Department of Cultural Affairs. Okay, and, Public and Art your Division. role in that is? Well, I came on board for this second iteration, which is themed around food. Uh -huh. So the first one was water, second one was food. We can make guesses about what the next <laughs> one will be. Um, but I proposed food uh, several years ago. And it was slated to be the one for the following triennial. They got the first one off the ground uh, in, in great ways. And this time it's a similar formula with all the city council districts um, served and in public parks as well. It's a very ambitious project. It's yeah, well, the, the, the venues alone, let alone trying to wrangle the, the artists, right? Uh, getting artists... Um, is, is one part, of course, you have to select uh, artists will do work or be very responsive to this topic that is proposed. Mm -hmm. And then there's uh, the logistics of a city putting out public art uh, in this way. It's temporary public art, um, so it's not a bronze sculpture, although we do have a bronze sculpture in this, <laughs> in this, um, in this triennial, but it's not a these typical ideas right. of public uh, art. Uh, like, yeah, which would be an, a, you know, a huge process to get something oftentimes, installed or something. Oftentimes. Right? Yeah. So what's beautiful is that they devote uh, a majority of the budget to providing commissions for artists. So artists um, on an international level, there are international artists involved, there are national artists involved, there are local artists involved, and they're all being supported by this this uh, budget that, that allows them to explore the idea and produce mm -hmm. amazing work. And because it's food this this time around, um, it it also lends itself to uh, engaging with people. Because food, sure. uh, how many food sculptures can you have? I mean, really, it's about what is food. It's food right. is, is what we survive on. And then also, the other particular... But food is food is love, right? Food like is how generosity, you, food is how you express it, right? Yes. Yeah. Meeting over a meal and talking about important topics, um, or or any topic. It's just a way to connect, and and so. But we want to be very um, 
clear that this is not a food festival. This is not a thing about exploring uh, Tastes, uh, well, yeah, gastronomic. gastronomical prowess of chefs, even mm-hmm. though they're amazing, and we're having more and more amazing uh, restaurants and food options in Los Angeles. But this one is particularly focused on things that we don't often think about when we think about food, and, and we should, like food food equity or uh, the fact that certain neighborhoods don't have fresh foods and others do. Um, some ideas about the future of food. What If we continue our agricultural practices in the way we are doing now, we could be pretty much destroying the planet. In right. Great ways. Uh, and so we're doing a pretty good job at that anyway. Um, yeah. Issues of race, issues of politics, history, of cult- history and cultural d- traditions in food. So there's a lot of dimensions to food that are... Not the immediate when we're hungry, <laughs> right? That that we think of, but right now we're really doing it, and artists are incredible partners in in this thought process and in this presentation of ideas. And, and if you hear panting, it is the dog. It is not, not my guest. I think what's really fun about people who see current LA food or these current LA public art projects is that they're discovering their city. Like there are reasons to go to to new neighborhoods that you wouldn't normally go to because there's an opportunity to discover and learn something. So what we're witnessing is that a lot of people are, are finding this as a great way to see so many new parts of the city. Um, and that's part of it. The, the Department of Cultural Affairs is thinking of all kinds of new ways to, um, to bring a rich and vibrant uh, dimension through arts and culture. Now, I want to be clear, we haven't... We've gotten along with this interview, but I haven't declared <laughs> my role in this. But I am um, one of the lead curators, and I, uh, I work at the Institute of Contemporary Art Los Angeles, which is a contemporary art museum located in the Arts District in downtown. Uh, it's the ICALA uh, for short. And we've been in the downtown area for two years. However, We've been a museum uh, of contemporary art for over 30 years because we used to be the Santa Monica Museum of Art. Oh, I and know. We used to be nestled in Bergamot Station on the west side, and we closed our operations in 2015 uh, to move to uh, downtown. So we opened in 2017, and one of the projects that had been started before we, we opened our doors in downtown was this current LA food project, which we had already started working with city on. So um, this is a proposal that that, um, was made and our team, our curatorial team, that would be me and Jamila James, who's our curator, uh, went on to to work with the city with this and invited, of course, other wonderful perspectives of curators to chime in, people who were very interested in the intersection between art and food. And so we have three other curatorial advisors in that, and they are uh, Diana Nawi, Mm-hmm. Lauren Mackler and Marco Rios. Um, Diana Nawi is an independent curator, and so is Lauren Mackler. Uh, Marco Rios is uh, the head curator at the Luckman uh, Gallery at Cal State Los Angeles. Awesome. So, how long you you must have been working on this for a long time? I mean. To put the, the at least a year or two. Well, right? the original concept started maybe five years ago. What? Really? And uh, so it's been literally cooking. Uh, <laughs> slow, slow, um, slow simmer throughout those years, and we were moving our museum, so it actually was convenient oh, that, that we that 
they were working on the water version while we were busy moving the museum. And then when we opened, we were able to focus on, on getting it going. And we were very excited that it's now happening. Yeah. Um, the, the perspective of the curators was valuable because they all had worked with artists who were interested in food uh, over their careers. And so it was really great to have everybody's uh, input so that we could make this a really strong um, selection and Production. All right, so uh, talk about some of the things that are going on. I know it's uh, it's through the whole like month, right? It's yeah, already it, on. It right? started on October fifth, and it goes until November third. Oh, yeah. So All right. um, it's there are over eighty events uh, that are either uh, designed and offered by the artists who have their artworks in the parks, and then they're activating it with public programs of their own design but then as I said we also commissioned official public programmers to create uh, programs engagement programs around the same topic so those are either artists or nonprofit organizations so there's partnerships there are partnerships with nonprofit organizations who are also interested um, in in this topic so together uh, there are and then we also invited people to submit from the community who are not, not officially commissioned um, programs or projects, but they could submit what they were doing that were... Wow. So, so, so they're just quite lots a and lots of organization and that must have gone If you look at this. a brochure, you just look at our website, yeah. currentla.org, you look at the calendar, on any given date, there's just a lot of things that you can do. And it's... And yes, there are tons of them. I'm a freak and I just try to go to everything, but... Others can just go to whatever one they can. And so okay, so coming up since this will be out like today, this will be out in a few days. So we're in mid October. If there are uh, like, what are things you'd like to highlight in the next say week? Well, I get or that so. question a lot. Like, which ones should I? Must I? Well, I'm sure we want to see them all, but I, I but always they, but they're, they're all they're all fantastic. So it's hard <laughs> for me to pick favorites. But, but there's coming up, right? There's right. certain ones well, on certain the thing days, is, right? A concentration of programs are on the weekends, so you're 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 going to have to pick and choose. Fermentation workshop with Jessica Wang at Barnstall Art Park uh, with LA Eats itself and their incredible pe prepper tent, which is a tent that is designed to prepare you for natural disasters in LA earthquakes. So you're going to learn how to prepare um, fermented foods, you know, so that you have them stored and ready. Wow. Super Seed, which is this incredible organization that provides fresh foods to, um, to diverse neighborhoods that actually don't have access to healthy foods. They're doing the Superfest, which is a vegan experience, which is food trucks and and an incredible taste of LA through the through um, healthy options. That's at Lemert Park. Also at Lemert Park is the installation and project by Nari Ward, who um, has a sculpture in Lemert Park, as well as uh, music and dance and food trucks and all kinds of things happening. Um, that's always happening every Saturday outside of this Super Seed Festival. Uh, there's going to be a bread oven at Pan Pacific Park, and Lena Lightman is going bread. to be exploring how to make bread. fresh bread uh, with cultural re representatives from the Azerbaijan and Turkish uh, communities. Uh, 
there's going to be a movement workshop in the valley in Van Nuys at Delano Recre Recreation Center with um, Carolyn Pennypacker-Riggs and Annie Gimas. They are doing something about uh, waste and comp composting, which will culminate with a final performance toward the end. And I don't know. There's so much. That's amazing. There's so much. There's Venice incredible. Beach Human Resources is doing this thing called the Muscle House Cookbook at Muscle Beach. There's an amazing project with cooking sections. The first food, uh, breast milk, is being addressed at uh, Palm Spark with Babsy Lowish. Solar cooking, as I mentioned, in Pacoima. I know. This is all making me very hungry. Yeah, there's just so much. Saturday and Sunday are packed. Just pick. And it's all at current... CurrentLA.org. CurrentLA.org. We selected the parks as best we could uh, to be close to public transit hubs. So oh. if you... If you want to try public transportation and you haven't, uh, here's a great opportunity to uh, take an adventure in your city sure. and, and see if No, you I do my best to reduce my carbon footprint. That's right. And um, the other thing is, uh, yeah, you can just pick it one that's close to your neighborhood. So in the downtown, um, right in the heart of downtown at Pershing Square, there's Nancy Lupo's piece called Open Mouth. She just had a public program And that is, what day is that? Uh, th that you can see every day because it's oh. a public art sculpture installation. So you can go and see it at any time of the day if you want to go down to Pershing Square and uh, walk around that, that uh, plaza. But then she also has some events. So if you see uh, either online or on the brochure or at the site, there are dates that show which, which day she's chosen to have an event. The other day she had one, um, and it was... Full. It was completely full because I think it's the closest. It's one of the closest places to where artists live. Artists live a lot in, around, yeah, in and around downtown. For so sure. they came, or just people strolling through the park, or wondering what's going on. So there's a lot of people that came there. Um, there are some uh, projects that are pretty remotely placed. Um, council districts again. We're reaching out to Pacoima and West Hills, but amazingly, because of the topic of food because of topic of whatever issue, like in West Hills, there's the collective called Non-Food, and they have an algae-producing uh, unit out there called the Algae Bioreactor 1, and it's growing and harvesting algae and showing us a sort of uh, possibility of, of using algae for food. Al algae Does it taste like chicken is what I want to know. <laughs> You're going to have to go out and find out. <laughs> so they're, they're um, you know, I'm... Of Asian descent, and we've been eating algae for centuries. But it's that this is also a really interesting way to look at our carbon footprint, mm -hmm. how we're harvesting, what we're harvesting, that we're running out of ways to to do this um, sustainably. And algae reproduces in, in yeah. easy ways, and it and it's a superfood full of nutrients. So they are showing that in this installation out there that looks super. Um, and these are artists, or who are these? Who are these people? Um, Non-Food is a collective of artists, um, Sean Raspett being one of the lead artists, um, and has been investigating algae uh, to create a product, and they create these uh, algae superfood bars. Soylent green. They're not soylent green, but they are They are these super nutritious bars, which they are handing out at events. So if you do go to one of their events, yeah. you will get a sample um, uh -huh. energy bar uh, 
largely produced with algae. So that's one that that's a trek out there to Orchid Ranch in West Hills, but it's a beautiful setting. So if you've never been out there, there's an opportunity to road have, I'm trip. I'm trying to think of where that is. People I, get married there. It's so beautiful. Well, I I appreciate that. I love <laughs> you. I just met you, but no. But so oh, I'm kidding. This podcast is over. <laughs> or then, uh, as a public program in Pacoima at Roger Jessup Park. Uh, bed and Breakfast, which is another collective, is doing solar cooking. So imagine Yeah, yeah, yeah. Solar. No, I saw that. I like that. That's super cool. Uh, if you catch one of their workshops, they're they're cooking things out in the park with these amazing solar panels. So are panels, these like social sculpting. practice artists, or well, uh, or you art. could call them social practice artists because they engage in in, in social uh, impact. Do they call ideas. themselves that, or do they? Nobody. I. I Leave that up to them uh-huh. and how they want to be. But how did you find these people? So you you pick your area of research. This case, I've been looking at artists who who are exploring food in in less uh, typical ways, mm-hmm. uh, interesting ways. Um, I am also very interested in how we can um, bring bring positive solutions to things that are not so great happening in the world mm-hmm. uh, and show show this through art. Um, so it's been a process of research and of course the curators and other artists who, who you get to know know of other artists who are interested in this. Sure. It's a little bit of yeah, a, yeah, yeah. a web that happens. Uh, but so, but the concept of food as an underlying thing, that was like that, you thought that would be like a good uh, well, yeah, underpinning. Um, we all like food, and we all—I mean, some people are extreme fanatics about uh, food and foodieism, foodie ideas. Uh, but the essential thing is that you know, food is part of life. It's got incredibly beautiful things, and then it's also dangerous. Like there's Jasmine Oreas project in South Central that is a that are these minimalist pillars that are uh, reminiscent of, say, a Donald Judd or a minimalist structure, right, sure. except they're entirely filled with flaming hot Cheetos. And it's a commentary about how there's a there's a, um, a presence of too much of food like flaming hot Cheetos. Well, damn straight, yeah. Uh, that don't have farmer's markets, they don't have access to the food, and they just provide this kind of food in the area and why and so she's holding conversations inside her uh installation about about this very issue having grown up with less access to good food and hence what are the ramifications of that poor health education suffers because you're not well nourished um all this kind all this all this stuff so the sculpture is incredible it is striking it's a beautiful beautiful art installation and then it also has some humor and it also has some some um, something very relevant to the people who recognize its contents and right. then conjure sort of ideas and memories and discussions around wow. it because there's a relatability sounds to, powerful and that's where that's at martin luther king park uh around the south los angeles area mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, and we can find out all about this on where are the where are the links to everything. The website is currentla.org. 
uh, and, uh, and there, you can I, also watch, look on social media on uh, at current underscore LA uh, on on Instagram cool. Twitter so what's your story I, I my role at the museum I'm the director of programs I do what's called learning and engagement so I'm very interested in of course providing programs that uh, talk about what you see when you come to the art museum, but I'm also interested in how art shapes our world and, and providing that um, love of learning to, to everyone. When we moved from Santa Monica to downtown, uh, and I grew up in LA, just to give you a little sense, and I, I'm very interested in, of course, uh, our, our LA's evolution. and. Food is a big part of it as well. Um, when it came to downtown, well, recently when we were moving to downtown as a museum, you know, I grew up knowing how downtown was and how it's changing, seeing it change over the years. Uh, it was interesting to me seeing all of a sudden a an influx of new businesses, new restaurants, hot restaurants, and yet you also still had Skid Row that had no restaurants. Ah, amazing. So you have this... No, that whole, yeah, that's crazy. I mean, there's some, like, I, you know, I go down there and I eat, and, you know, eating incredible food, and a block away, it's just devastating. Yeah, you have these, um, these things that are happening. So, it was a, it was a, like, I'm not, I'm not against uh, change, things that, that change will change, <laughs> but also... It's shouldn't be covering up some real issues. So that's how that came about. Just thinking about how we're becoming the coolest, hottest, raddest city in lots of ways, and yet um, there's still so many things that are not being addressed. Right. And food being one example and one lens to to look at it. Mm-hmm. Um, as far as me personally, I've been always interested in, in art and people. It's my jam, and just seeing how, how. Uh, did you go to art school? I did. I went to art school. At Cal Arts, I'm guessing. No, I went to an art school in France. Ah, which one? The Beaux Arts. The Ecole des Beaux Arts. See, and so I knew it. I learned painting and I learned nice. drawing and art history um, through through the great people and teachers yeah, there. Yeah. One of the things that I took away. Um, you know, France is pretty amazing, um, governmental support for artists, and you see contemporary art in a lot of interesting ways in, in the social sphere, in, in the cities, and even in the non-major cities, like you'd be driving and there'd be uh, a Quonset hut on the side of the road on the countryside, and, and then you'd go in and it'd be super cutting-edge contemporary art, and that's because the country has this program to collect contemporary art for its country's art collection. Wow. And then they just, they show, they have these sites all over the country to, to exhibit it. That kind of blew my mind. So I just love this um, accessibility. Um, I I took away from art school that the most memorable and exciting and inspiring moments were uh, making things, of course, as an artist, and then uh, meeting artists. 
So that truly defines the kind of programming that I'm interested in creating for others. That I want to give people what I call the tingles. You know, you get the tingles yeah. when you're excited by something and you feel cared for by being taught something or somebody's imparting knowledge to you. Um, that's an exciting thing for me to, to, to try to set up as best as I can. I mean, I do this. Right. So has you made the transition from being in, art, you know, making art to curating? I've, I've gone into a career in museum work, and um, my type of curatorial work is with working with artists to create projects that have this learning and participatory and engagement and education components. There's a little difference between maybe an exhibition that is looking at a scholarly, looking at it in a, in a scholarship and a, a you know, defined history mm -hmm. or movement or an artist's body of work. Um, my my curatorial um, efforts are, are really to create some special projects with artists that engage the public and, right. and come away. So current's kind of a big Maha version of Yeah, no, I get that. That's and so, amazing. Um, and I, I, I am very interested in how museums can move toward being very much part of the social fabric. In addition to being these sanctuaries of, of thought and, and art where you I'm not talking about replacing one for the other. It's really having uh, how they can act, you know, how they can activate a community mm -hmm. based on art as opposed to being repositories. Right. Right. Yeah. Well, that's cool. That's super cool. That's good. <laughs> <laughs> so talk about uh, ICA. Uh, yes, ICALA, uh, Institute of Contemporary Art. It's a non-collecting museum, so we don't have a permanent collection. We raise money uh, to produce original exhibitions and programs, or uh, we may welcome a traveling show through our, door, through our doors and, and produce that uh, at the museum, or a guest curator may And come. where is the ICA? Oh, good question. It's in uh, the Arts District, so our address is 1717 East 7th Street. Uh -huh. So it's close to Alameda and 7th. Right. Cool. Yeah. We're in a cool building. And um, it's open most days, right? Wednesday through Sunday. Uh, weekdays from 11 to 7 p.m. and weekends from 11 to 6 p.m. And they can find it at ICALA.com? V-I-C-A-L-A.org. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so T-H-E-I-C-A-L-A.org. We're super active on social media, so that's at the ICALA. Um, uh, Anything else? Mm -hmm. Well, thank you so much for coming on. You're welcome. Thanks for being here with the dog, putting up with the dog. Yeah, we should have done a dog food thing. Next, next year, time. next year, the next training, it's all about it will be food, it'll be dog food. You've been listening to A.G. Geiger Presents Tales from the L.A. Art Underworld. My guest today has been Asuka Hisa. 
You can learn more about the LA Department of Cultural Affairs Triennial Current LA Food by going to currentla.org, Current LA Triennial on Facebook, and Current underscore LA on both Instagram and Twitter. You really ought to join me this month. Get out and enjoy your city. Come on, take in as many of these beautiful and provocative pieces as you can. I sure will. A.G. Geiger Presents is produced by me, Michael Delgado, in conjunction with the Mayfair Hotel, the music and artist management company Regime 72, and A.G. Geiger Fine Art Books. Check us out at MayfairLA.com, Regime72.com, and of course, A.G. Geiger.com. Thanks for listening.